Hello and welcome to the Jack Benny program from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The Jack Benny program. Quality of product is essential to continuing success. At 48, sold American. Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. So round, so firm, so fully packed, so free and easy on the draw. L-S-M-F-T, L-S-M-F-T, L-S-M-F-T. Yes, sir. Sure thing. That's right. Lucky Strike means fine tobacco, so round, so firm, so fully packed, so free and easy on the draw. That real deep-down smoking enjoyment you get in your Lucky Strike can be described in just five words. Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. Yes, you get real deep-down smoking enjoyment because of that finer lighter, naturally milder Lucky Strike tobacco. So smoke that smoke of fine tobacco, Lucky Strike. The Lucky Strike program, coming to you from the Astor Hotel in New York City, starring Jack Benny. With Mary Livingston, Phil Harris, Rochester, Larry Stevens, and yours truly, Don Wilson. <laughs> and now, ladies and gentlemen, I bring you a man who got on a train in Los Angeles and came to New York by way of... Anaheim, Azusa, and Cucamonga. What scenery? And here he is, the star of our show, Jack Benny. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Hello again, this is Jack Benny talking, and Don, when I arrived in New York, now you won't believe this, but I got an official welcome. In fact, Mayor LaGuardia wanted me to be with him so much, he made me an honorary fireman. Gosh, what an honor it was to meet Mayor LaGuardia. There he was dressed up in his fire hat and everything. And Don, when he shook hands with me, I was chilled. Jack, you mean thrilled. No, chilled. He stuck a cold nozzle in my hand. <laughs> well, anyway, Don, here we are in New York. What a town. I don't know what it is, but it's so different from Waukegan. <laughs> yes, sir. You really love New York, don't you, Jack? Well, I, uh, I like it, you know. Like it? Why, Jack, when we arrived here, the first thing you did when you stepped off the train was to get down and kiss the ground. I did not. I slipped on the ice. <laughs> well, Jack, if you only slipped on the ice, why did you stay down there so long? I told you I was shaking hands with Mayor LaGuardia. <laughs> I, I had to do it then. After all, who knows when I'm going to be down that way again. <laughs> anyway, Don, kidding aside, it's really great to be back in New York. Yes, it is, Jack. And my wife and I are having a grand time. Oh, uh, oh, you brought your wife with you. I didn't know that. Yes, you see, Jack, it's our anniversary and we wanted to be together. Oh, your anniversary. Well, congratulations, Don. Oh, thanks, Jack. And I'll tell you what I'm going to do just for a little anniversary present. As long as we're in New York, I'll pay all your expenses, your hotel bill and everything. For you and your wife. Oh, you don't have to do that, Jack. Oh, yes, 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 I insist. No, Jack, no, really. I don't feel that I should... Don, I don't want to hear any more about it. I insist on paying your wife's expenses as well as your own. 
Well, thanks. Thanks, Jack. That's darn nice of you. That's all right. By the way, Don, uh, where are you staying? At the Waldorf Astoria. <laughs> oh. Oh, the, uh, the Waldorf Astoria. Yes, it's on Park Avenue. I know where it is, you big fat head. <laughs> All right, Don, I made a promise, and I'm going to stick to it. You can live at the Waldorf. Oh, thanks. And here's a handful of nickels you know where to eat. <laughs> I mean, there's no use standing in line for change. All right, know. folks, I know the temperature dropped a point, but Harris is here to heat up this joint. Hiya, fellas. <laughs> Hey, Phil, Phil, you don't have to bust in here like a heat wave. Harris is here to warm up the joint. It's not that cold in New York. It ain't, huh? No. Well, it's the first time I ever seen the Statue of Liberty blowing on her hands. <laughs> oh, oh, Harris, you joy boy. You're right from Dixie and you're in your cups, you kid. Yes, yes. Phil, yes. stop with those silly gags. Everybody who can't stand the cold makes up jokes about it. If you were red-blooded like I am, you could stand this type of weather. Oh, sure, sure. What do you mean, oh, sure, sure? Remember the other morning when you were shaving and cut yourself? Yeah. Your blood came out, went hubba-hubba, and crawled right back in again. <laughs> well, that happened when I first got here, but I'm getting up. Come in. Mr. Benny, I'd like to introduce myself. I'm Mr. Beck, the manager of the Astor Hotel. Now, how do you do, sir? And since you're honoring us by broadcasting from our ballroom, I want to make sure that nothing interferes with your program. Well, thank you, thank you. You're very considerate. Are the microphones working all right? Yes, yes. I'd better make sure. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. Hello, Mom. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, look, four. Look, look, the microphones are all right. I, I look at this. Good. They're all... Because I don't want anything to interfere with your program. Uh, thank you, thank you. Now, if you'll excuse me, Phil Harris's orchestra is going to play in. Is number. the piano in tune? Yes, the piano is in tune. Look at the piano is in tune. It's in tune. But Mr. Beck, will you please? You know, I used to play a little bit myself. <laughs> Mr. Beck, Mr. Beck, Mr. Beck. Believe me, everything is all right. Good, because I don't want anything to interfere with your program. I know, I know. Everything is fine. Well, then, I'll be running along, and if there's anything you Look out! Need, just... Look out for those steps! Mr. Beck! <laughs> I knew that would happen. I knew it. Play, Phil. Thank you. 
was Accentuate the Positive, played by Phil Harris, and is New York, New Haven, and it shouldn't happen to Hartford Orchestra. It's <laughs> <laughs> the one I wanted Mary to hear at home. <laughs> Say, Phil. <laughs> I love that gag. Say, Phil, where, uh... Phil, where did you pick up these boys? Oh, what are you talking about? This is my regular orchestra. I brought them from Hollywood. From Hollywood? Yeah, you just don't recognize them. They're wearing shoes. <laughs> shoes? Oh, yes, they are. Phil, how in the world did you ever get them to put them on? Well, I told them it was a publicity stunt. <laughs> oh, oh. Well, are they having fun here in New York? Well, their feet hurt them, but they're having a good time. Well, that's fine. Hey, Donzie, how about you? You enjoying your stay here? Ah, uh, I sure am, Phil, especially since my wife is with me. Oh, yeah, I forgot. This is your anniversary, isn't it? Happy anniversary, Don. Well, well, thanks, Phil. And you know what, Phil? No, what? Well, Jack's paying all the expenses for my wife and me at the Waldorf Astoria. Say, that's great. Jack who? <laughs> Jack me. That's Jack who. I'm paying all the expenses for Don and his wife while they're in New York. It was my own idea. It can't be the heat. It's cold here. <laughs> all right, it's cold here. Oh, by the way, Phil, I saw you last night at Frank Fay's new show. Did you see it, Jack? Frank Fay? Not yet, Don. Ah, well, don't miss it. <laughs> He's a scream. <laughs> I tell you, Jack, my socks still ache. <laughs> oh. Frank... Frank Faye, huh? Yeah, you should have been there, Jackson. You know, Don laughs louder at Frank Faye than he does at you. Oh, he does, eh? Oh. <laughs> what else do you see, Phil? Oh, I've seen a lot of shows. You know, I've been going to the theater every night. Frank Faye. <laughs> I saw Bloomer Girl. I saw Laughing Room Only, Mexican Hayride, and then I saw now, a Just thing a minute, called... Phil. Listen, Wilson, what's so funny about Frank Faye? Well, to tell you the truth, Jack, I think he's one of the greatest comedians I've ever seen. Oh, you do, eh? Yes, I do. Well, then get him to pay your wife's expenses at the Waldorf. <laughs> I'm no sucker. Oh, Jackson, you don't expect Don to go to a show and not laugh at it, do you? No, but he doesn't have to keep raving about Frank Fay all the time. Oh. I wasn't raving about him. I just said I liked him. All right, you like him. That doesn't mean you have to go around telling people that I'm washed up. <laughs> Then he is through, finished. Who said that? I can read between the lines, brother. <laughs> oh, what are you talking about? The minute about? he gets in town, he's got to go right, right over and see Frank Faye. Well, now, know. wait a minute, Jackson. He didn't say that. When he got the program, all he talks about, Frank oh. Faye, Frank Faye, Frank Faye. <laughs> Frank Faye, one of us can be, ha! <laughs> well, what about I it? Here. Well, what about well, it? I see no reason for paying Mrs. Wilson's hotel bill. <laughs> so, the deal's off, Don. Oh. Oh, boy, I wish I'd get out of my girdle that easy. <laughs> Never mind the joke. You're here to do the commercial, and it's time we had one. So well, go ahead Jack, I, I should have mentioned this to you, but the sponsor told me that while we're in New York, he'd like a little variety on the commercials, so he's sending over a special announcer to do them. Oh. Oh, well, he'll probably show up. That's strange, bringing in another announcer. I wonder if... Hello, Mr. Benny. Oh, hello, Larry. How are you, Benny? Well, Larry, you got here just in time to do your song. I know, and I'm so nervous. It's the first time I've ever sang in New York. Well, I can understand how you feel, kid. Yeah, I'll never forget the first time I played my violin here in New York. I was just about your age, and I was just as nervous as you are. Well, you should have been with those Indians shooting those arrows at you. Well, <laughs> stop exaggerating. Larry's nervous enough as it is. Now, go ahead and sing, kid, and don't worry about the Indian. I mean, don't worry about anything. <laughs> okay. 
Hold it a minute, kid. Come in. Yes? Mr. Benny, I'm coming here to welcoming you to New York. <laughs> Well, why, it's... It's Mrs. Nussbaum. I'm resembling maybe the Bloomer girl. <laughs> no, no, of course not, but I'm glad you're here. Thank you. And, Mr. Benny, I'm inviting you after your broadcast. You should be guest of honor at my new restaurant. Oh, you have a restaurant here? Yes, and what a romantic place. We feature soft lights and hard salami. <laughs> Well, I'll be very happy to drop in, but I didn't know you were in the restaurant business. Oh, this is only of a recent nature. Oh. I've been running this restaurant only since I stopped working for... You should excuse the expression, Fred Allen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Not only is mine restaurant serving the best from delicacies, but we are also featuring a floor show which would make Herman Billingsley turn Greek with envy. <laughs> oh, you have a floor show too? Yes. And for my featured attraction next week, I'm trying to get Frankie Boy. Oh. You mean Sinatra? Who else? <laughs> <laughs> when Frankie Boy is singing, one should tell me when we should meet again. I am telling him instantly. Mrs. Nussbaum. And when he's singing, don't fence me in, I am already waiting at the gate. <laughs> well, Mrs. Nussbaum, I'll be very happy to come to your restaurant, but how do I get there? Uh, first, you're taking the subway. Uh-huh. Then you are crossing the bridge, and you are finding yourself in, you should excuse the expression, Brooklyn. <laughs> oh. And, Mr. Benny, you should realize how lucky you are I am inviting you to my restaurant on a Sunday. Why? Well, I will clarify. <laughs> In my restaurant on Monday, we are having Meatless Tuesday. <laughs> this is followed by Wheaty Last Wednesday. Uh-huh. Then comes Without Turkey Thursday, <laughs> which precedes Flounder Last Friday. <laughs> and Sugar... Sugar you positively cannot get on Saturday. Uh -huh. But when you come on Sunday, you are very lucky. Why? Because on Sunday, we're closed all together. <laughs> well, it was certainly nice seeing Mrs. Nussbaum again. All right, Larry, go ahead and sing. Oh, say, Mr. Benny, I meant to ask you, where's Miss Livingston? Why, she still has a bad cold, and she's listening to the program at the hotel. I'm sure she'll be with us next week. Well, Mr. Benny, would it be all right if I dedicate my number to her? Oh, that'd be very nice, Larry. I'm sure she'll appreciate it. Go ahead and sing, kid. Sing of it 
Can't you get into the swing of it, lady? When do we start? When the lady is kissable and the evening is cool, any dream is permissible in the heart of a Beautiful song by Larry Stevens, the candy bar kid. And I'm sure Mary liked it. <laughs> Say, Larry, this is your first trip, uh, Larry. This is your first trip to New York, isn't it? Huh? Yes, Mr. Benny. Well, have you been anywhere? Have you seen any of the sights? Well, I went to Central Park and the Bronx Zoo. Oh. And yesterday, when I was walking along the street, I saw the Empire State Building. Oh, well, you know, that's the tallest building in the world, you know. I know. So I took an elevator and went all the way up to the top. Well, well, did you look down at the street? Well, what for? I just came from there. <laughs> Calls for some kind of an answer there. Larry, the only reason people take the elevator to go up... Come in. Uh, hello, everybody. Good evening, Mr. Benny. <laughs> Why, Fred, how are you? Well, I haven't time to bandy pleasantries, Mr. Benny. This really isn't a social call. I'm, uh, I'm here on business. Business? Yes. Your uh, sponsor hired me to read the commercial. <laughs> oh, so you're the guy. But, Fred, I thought radio was through with... I mean, you were through with radio. <laughs> well, I haven't got my own program anymore, but uh, I do odd jobs, a commercial here... A sound effect there. An occasional sob on John's other wife. <laughs> and uh, by that, you manage to eke out a living? If it doesn't make you too unhappy, yes. <laughs> hmm. uh, and here I am tonight slumming on your show. <laughs> For your information, Alan, my program is right up on top. On top? Listen, Benny, your program is so low, gravity will have nothing to do with it. <laughs> and your... Pro... <laughs> you won't find it in there. I called in a little writer who was going by on the street. <laughs> and... 
Furthermore, yes. furthermore, he gave me this in case the other one didn't go. <laughs> furthermore, your program is so, so full of corn, its rating goes up and down with the grain market. That's the one we gave you. I mean. Yes. And another thing, yes. I don't believe Mary Livingston is sick tonight at all. You just made her stay home so you'd be sure of one listener. All right, all right. Look, you came here to read a commercial, so do it and get out of here. Oh, Mr. Benny, you're losing your temper. <laughs> I am not losing my temper. Well, your forehead is getting red right up to the roots of your toupee. <laughs> Listen, Alan, I don't know why my sponsor had to send you over. Doesn't he know that I pay Don Wilson a big salary to read the commercial? Can't Wilson read it? Well, yes, but your sponsor feels that with the local butchers on strike, it isn't safe for all of that beef to linger too long in one spot. Well, then, all right, read the commercial and get out of here. All right. Well, now, you just step aside, Mr. Benny. I use big words and make gestures. I need a lot of room. Would you step back from the microphone? Go ahead. Thank you. <coughs> Ladies and gentlemen, lucky strike means fine tobacco. Yes, lucky strike means fine tobacco. <laughs> click, 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 click. Wait a minute. Wait. Are you doing a commercial or do you have lower plate wobble? <laughs> nice to get one in myself here once in a while. Now, quiet, quiet, please, Mr. Benny. This may be my big opportunity. Click, click. Click, click, click. Yes, sir. Sure thing. That's right. Oh, boy. Wahoo! <laughs> Lucky strike means fine tobacco. What diction? So round, so firm. And like Mr. Benny's wallet, so fully packed. <laughs> now, look. But now, unlike Mr. Benny's wallet, Lucky Strikes are free and easy on the draw. <laughs> Now, wait a minute. With men who know tobacco best, it's Lucky's two to one. That's better. And with men who know comedians best, it's A-L-L-E-N. A-L-L-E-N. <laughs> it's B-E-N-N-Y. B-E-N-N-Y is what 42. Now, don't stop me, Jack. Up to now, this is the cleverest dialogue on your show. Fred, Fred, where are you going? Fred, look out for those steps! Fred! Fred, are you hurt? Fred, say something! Sold America! What a guy! You know, Phil, I can't understand the sponsor sending a guy like that over here to do a commercial. Oh, I don't know, Jackson. Alan's a pretty sharp apple. You know, he was on information, please. So what? I've been on with the quiz kids three times. Oh, sharp yeah, apple. that's right. I remember the last time you were on with the quiz kids, you got sword slapperman. That's Copperman. Oh. Joel <laughs> Copperman. Had a right to get sore at him. You know, he... Because he used square root to figure out my age. And I wasn't supposed to... I'll get it. Hello? 
Hello, Mr. Benny. Is that you, Rochester? It ain't the voice of the turtle. <laughs> Rochester, where are you? I'm in Harlem. Well, why is it every time we come to New York, I have the same trouble with you? I didn't even see you when we got off the train. I jumped off the train when it passed 135th Street. Jumped off? Yeah, when I go to Harlem, I like to get a running start. <laughs> Rochester, you got the keys to my trunk and you've been gone four days. I bet you're on some kind of a wild party. Oh, no, no, boss. No, I'm not. You're not, eh? Oh, no, sir. I'm here visiting my grandmother. You're what? My grandmother, she's 88 years old. 88 years old? Yeah, sweetest little old lady you ever saw. Well. Uh, Granny, uh, pour me another cup of tea, will you please? <laughs> now, Rochester. Uh, just a minute, boss. Put an olive in it, honey. <laughs> Olive? Rochester, what did you say about an olive? Uh, that's my grandmother's name, Olive Johnson. What? I got a cousin named Pimento. Rochester, you're not telling me the truth, and I just happen to remember that your grandmother lives in Los Angeles. Oh, that's the grandmother on my father's side. This is the one on my mother's side. What about the grandmother you said you had in Chicago? She joined the wax. <laughs> there you are, Rochester. You got yourself all mixed up. You can't have three grandmothers. What'd you say, boss? I said you can't have three grandmothers. Are you sure? Of course. Okay. You'll have to get off my lap, honey. We ain't related. <laughs> now, Rochester, you're not fooling me. I know you're at a party. I want you to be at my hotel in an hour. Goodbye. But, boss, can I stay just a little longer? If I leave now, it'll break up all the fun. Why, how many people are there at the party? Twenty-two. 22, then how can your leaving make any difference? Because 21 of them are girls. <laughs> 21 of them are girls, you're the only man, and how can you call that a party? Oh, boss, come on. <laughs> I don't want to hear another word about it. Goodbye. Goodbye. Every time I come to New York, this happens. Every time. Play, Phil. <laughs> Jack, we'll be back in just a minute. But first, here's my good friend, L.A. Speed Riggs. I spent 13 years buying tobacco. The advantage I have over most smokers when it comes to selecting a cigarette is that I know tobacco so well. And at auction after auction, I've seen Lucky Strike buy quality tobacco. That's why I've smoked Lucky's myself for 12 years. This is what Charles Belvin of Durham, North Carolina said. And when a tobacco expert like Mr. Belvin gives eyewitness testimony as to who buys what tobacco, you know Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. Yes, Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. The famous tobacco auctioneers heard on tonight's program are Mr. F.E. Boone of Lexington, Kentucky. At 45, 45 sold American. And Mr. L.A. Speed Riggs of Goldsboro, North Carolina. Basil Risedale speaking for Lucky Strike. L-S-M-F-T, L-S-M-F-T, L-S-M-F-T. You bet. And how? Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. So smoke that smoke of fine tobacco, Lucky Strike. So round, so firm, so fully packed, so free and easy on the draw.
to thank you for coming over. It's nice of my sponsor to have you do the commercial. Well, I want to thank you, too, Jack. Thank me? What for? Well, your sponsor said you'd uh, pay me. Oh. 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 There he goes again, folks, with that oh, oh, oh. For 12 years now, he's been going oh, oh, oh. You know, someday, he's going to ad-lib a fourth oh, and his writers will go out and drop dead in a body. <laughs> hmm. You hear that, folks? He said, hmm, what a change of pace. <laughs> Look, Fred, instead of sending you a check, I'll be a guest on your program. But, Jack, I haven't any program. Well, then I'll just walk around with you for about a half hour someday. Uh? <laughs> Good night, folks. Good This is the National Broadcasting Company.